And here we go. Um, this is Jeff um, with uh, Frankie, the, the Culture War, my co-host mm -hmm. and um, good friend. And we have special guest, um, Jay Zero, who is a fellow Rizzler of, of Frankie and Mines. Um, and we're doing like a, I guess like a little Rizzle reunion type shit here. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, hey, guys. Uh, Frankie, why don't you go first? And then Jay, why don't you introduce yourself after, after Frankie? Yeah, I'm I'm Frankie, the Culture War, aka the Outlier, aka the Jackhammer. We like to, you know, I like to talk about what goes on in society and what goes on in politics. That's my whole. That's what my whole stick is. Um, I, and by the way, just got banned from TikTok for the second time today. Good for you, Frankie. <laughs> I got banned because of my COVID video. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that. Jay, how about you, brother? What do you want to tell what do you want to tell the audience? Hello, audience. I am Jay. So I go by Jay Zero. That's my stage name. I am a rapper, a songwriter, a musician before anything. Um and I mean, with everything that's been going on in the world, I just decided, all right, let me give my two cents when it comes to the political side of everything, you know? Um, but for the most part, like I said, I'm a musician before anything. Um, when it comes to my views, I'm, I'm hardcore centrist, mainly because I come from the right, but I can't agree with almost anything on the left. There are a few things that, there are still a few things that I can't, be on the right about though yeah hold on can i check you for one minute on this jay and then i'll and then you can yeah. finish i've caught you twice or three times now in conversation say that you're a conservative did i no i said i come yes. from conservative background yeah okay you did say that yeah you did say that i i i, I the, the some the, the only reason i mention it is because you tell Jay, you honestly tell me the truth, man. With everything that's going on, especially what's going on right now in the country and everything, I I know that you're I know that that that, that the the independent thing is very important to you and the centrist thing is very important to you and I respect mm -hmm. that. But are you can are you can you honestly tell me that like with Biden on one side and Trump on the other side right now that you don't feel a little bit more conservative about shit like than usual. It was put to my head and Joe Jorgensen was taken off of the ballot. I would vote. I would vote for Trump. Um, yeah. There you go. I was going to say, are you going to vote? You're going to vote for Trump, yeah, right? Because at least Trump is doing things. That's my thing. Um, right. Now there's a lot, he is. but there's still like, there's not as many hot top, like most of the hot topics that have been, discuss this past year i lean hard i lean hard right on um but there are yeah. there are a lot of topics that haven't been discussed within the past year or so um that i lean left towards i wouldn't say hard right jay no, like, honestly i don't i would i don't think, i mean i think you're hardcore but you have a right. conservative my bad i mean yeah go ahead frank. go ahead frank get in there yeah um, you know, it was, it was back then when I was, when I was in younger, when I first got into politics 10 years ago, um, I was a lot more left-leaning on things because it was because the people on the right, I just felt were wrong. And that's why I was more left-leaning on things. I was anti-war. I still am anti-war. 
Um, there's a lot of things, a lot of views that I still have, but people on the right have adopted those views more because a lot of people have been alienated from the left. But I still am a libertarian and more of a centrist. But the right these days just have a bigger umbrella than the left does. Exactly. They do. That's a good exactly. Point. You know, the the umbrella got bigger. That's just that's just the thing. Frankie, let me ask Jay. Jay, do you recognize that? I mean, do do younger people recognize that that like literally the Republican Party has become a bigger tent than like the the Democratic Party at this point? You're asking us. You're asking somebody who went to a liberal college. Who hasn't gone to a liberal college? I haven't. Okay. I haven't been to college. <laughs> My point. Okay, let me let me let me restate that. You're asking somebody who went to a college. <laughs> okay. So, but I'm saying, at least you understand, though, right? Like, do you under do you see, can you see in like in the culture that like the the right and the Republican Party and everything is becoming more of like a bigger tent than the democratic when it party comes to myself i've seen that the republican party and the conservative side are a lot more willing to listen to issues and um differing opinions than the left yeah so they are a lot right. more welcome when it comes to, when it comes to the um when it comes to my generation and a lot of my friends um it's hard to say that anybody. Um, it's hard to say that anybody sees this because everybody wants to be left leaning. Everybody wants to be about equality. Everybody wants to be politically correct. And the Republican side and the conservative side just is not a piece of it. Yeah. Okay, Frankie, did you want to finish up what you were saying, brother? I'm sorry. I I I. I, I... Um, I wasn't really saying nothing, but I will go in and chime in. Um, I totally agree with Jay says. Um, I've noticed that shift um, for a lot of years now um, it, because it just seems like it's all – how do we call this? It's all mainstream, all, all the things that were counterculture from the left. Now it's all mainstream, and now everybody is just like totally sheepled into, into this stuff and constantly believe it, and it's a dogmatic belief. And honestly, I don't like anything dogmatic. I never have, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not really a, a, a tribal kind of person. I don't believe in tribalism, but if somebody's going to welcome me in, sure, let's do this. As long as, it, as long as my, as, as it goes along with what I believe in, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, I hear you, you know, and uh, honestly, um, uh, Jay, you know, I really, uh, honestly, Jay, the reason why, um, why I'm calling you a special guest is because Frankie and I talked about it. And basically what we figured was that when it came down to like Rashid and you and, um, Jasem, you know, like we would give you guys special places like on the podcast to where like you would be special guests because we, you know, we want to have like your, your, uh, your opinion from your age, you know, your age range. You know what I mean? Right. You know, because I mean, I'm old. A lot older than you, you know. I'm older than Frankie, you know. Um, I'm an old motherfucker, you know. So like, I mean, you know, I've got I've got, I've got kids as old as you, Jay. So I mean, you know, my foster dad, my you know, foster uh, had, dad had grandkids that were older than me. Hey, Jay, believe me, bro. I'm hitting chicks your age all the time, like it's nothing, man. I'm going through them like water. <laughs> 
you know, it's I'm in a, I'm in and out, baby. Yeah, you know, I I you know the dating stuff is uh, you know, I used that Tinder for a while and that Bumble, and even because you know when I got older and I got and I you know I saw, I hit thirty and then I was like twenty eight, twenty nine. I didn't think I was gonna hang out with girls in their early twenties anymore. I thought that shit was done for me. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I'm getting hit up and matching up with girls that are like in their early 20s, and I'm like, "Man, what's going on here?" And I and I was ex- and I was like, "Oh, let me see what I got still in the tank," because I, I wasn't single for three years, you know. So I was getting back into the game right here. And then and then I went to um, what do they what do they call it? Uh, 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 Hyde Park Cafe in Tampa, man. And there was a bunch of college girls there. And then I'm hooking and then I'm hooking up with a 19 year old, and I'm like, "Geez, this old guy still got in the tank over here." Oh, so- Dude, those, you don't need to have anything in the tank to like to take care to with those little girls, man. They they don't have any game, bro. <laughs> so when I when I first um when I started working at um this one restaurant in Hershey, um I started to hang out with like some older people, you know, people that are like I'm 19 when I'm graduating high school. I'm starting I'm hanging out with people that are like 23, 25, 29. Um, so they're not much older than me, but they still, there's still a bit of a gap there. Um, I worked at Hershey medical for a little bit as a caterer. I was the youngest person there. The second youngest person was 24. So, um, it seems like I've been hanging a lot. I've been hanging out a lot with people that are like older than me. Um, so it's very weird for me. It's very, that's very what? It's very natural. But it's very natural. It happens to a lot of us. Weird, you know what I mean? What's weird for me is the fact that um what what is weird though is like when I try to hang out with people my age and either I can't relate or they just seem very immature and like they don't have their head on straight. Yeah. But that's a good thing. That's a good sign for you. I'm over here. I got people, I got friends that are like 18 to 20 talking about they want kids. They want this many kids, this, that, and the third. And I'm like sitting here just turned 22 a few weeks ago. Like slow down. We have yeah. time to figure so, this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. They, you, All right. Well, hold on. Let's, let's get back on the hardcore yeah. shit here. Jay. What do you like about what do you like about Trump? I want to I want to know what what do you I like what, the what fact do you like that he is Trump? very abrasive. That is a yeah. hardcore change from what we've had, um, at least since I've been alive. Yeah, as president, like as president, it's been a hardcore change I mean, from what know? I've seen at least when I at least for as long as I've been alive. Now I don't know much about Bush's presidency He's, because Obama was inaugurated right. when I was ten. Um. Jay, do you think that do you think that our that like our enemies are more afraid of Trump? Definitely or not afraid of Obama. <laughs> no. But afraid of Trump? I could not give you an answer. I can tell you that they at least respect Trump to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They- no, I don't. I don't want to cut you off. Uh, what do you like about Trump? Because I, I yeah. would honestly like to, um, I'd like to know. Like I said, I like that he's a. Vi- I like that he's very abrasive. I like that he um, gets shit done. Um, I like the fact that um, he makes no bones about what he says and has no apologies for anything, even if it is something. 
no, even if it is something stop, stop, stop. that he said purposely. Like you know the whole um him making fun of that mentally that 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 uh crippled guy, right? That oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like about that. That was a hit job. That was a hit job. That's the shit that I like. I like that he's willing to take risks to get the job done. Um, Absolutely. I can say he didn't do anything wrong though. Like they, they I can't totally say played that on him. I, I don't know too much about the details, but the fact that he wasn't willing to apologize for that shit like really spoke volumes for me. Um, it proved he didn't do anything wrong. He did. He did, he didn't know the guy was disabled or whatever. That, well, like to me, it, like let's say he did know. All right. Even if he did know, even if he did know, um, that proved to me like, ah, oh, man, this dude is not willing to back down. That's respectable. That's respectable. No, he's not. Um, the like, the the only thing that I can say that I don't like about him is the fact that he, the fact that he's become like because of how abrasive and stuff like that, like how how abrasive he can be. He's become a very bad. He's become a very bad, like public figure, um, on Twitter and all all of that. You know, like mm-hmm. people say, say a lot of things on Twitter, and we all see it, what he says on Twitter. That can be misconstrued in so many different ways. Um, and yeah, that can primarily be because of the fact that the left controls the narrative. Yeah. Um, but still, like there are some there are some tweets that I see by Trump, and I'll read them myself without any, without reading an article. I'm like, Trump, what the fuck? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, Frankie, why don't you, Frankie, I, I'd like to hear you on that, too, because I've never really heard you talk about that before. Like, what do you like I, about I, Trump? I I'm sure there must be something like about him that talks. you like. Um, I like how abrasive he is. That's, that's, one, that's probably the, one of the only qualities I really like about him, because he, he talks... Because he talks a lot like a like a New Yorker, like like we do, Jeff. Uh, he's he's like a more inner, he's, he's he's he he's, he talks more like an inner city New Yorker, you know, like from the boroughs, from Queens, you know, or from Brooklyn. He 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 he's abrasive. He talks abrasive, and he doesn't give two two f's about what he says, you know. And I also like, I also like yeah. that he's anti-war, hundred percent. You know, that's that's a ma- that was a major thing for me voting for him in 2016. Is that he was he was um, anti-war. He still is anti-war. Um, he's still trying to pull the troops out, and that's a major thing for me. Also, I mean, tr- trying to make trying to make peace. Who doesn't want a, who doesn't want a president who's a peacemaker with with our with 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 our with our enemies? And the, and the Democrats have been trying to screw that up and put us in a whole new Cold War all over again that that our country has worked so hard on to stop. Yeah, I hear you. You know, well, I'll tell you, um, you know, Iran is still um, – I just saw yesterday on the news that Iran is still, like, saber-rattling about, like, you know, when Trump um, – had that mm-hmm. uh, that general assassinated? You know, like I don't know yeah. what the thing is. Like, what was that? Like six, seven months, real ago, quick. Eight months ago. Yeah, go go ahead. Uh, so there were there were yeah. tweets and posts all over the internet where random random people were saying we be we apologize Iran on behalf of America because Trump does not represent us. 
you're apologizing to a terrorist organization. Oh, I didn't, yeah. Realize that. Joke. It's a. It's a joke. Jay, those people don't know anything, man. Those are like people so, so on wait, Rizzle, they're, they're, just so like uninformed people, to man. The, to the Iranians. Yes. Yeah, I. I, I wouldn't just. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't apologize to these people. Like, I don't have any, like, uh, you know, I might be a differentiate from you guys about this. I don't have any issues with Iran, but I still would not apologize to them. You know, they yeah, exactly. There's no the point. Yeah. There's no, like, we're trying to liberate Iran, you know? Yeah. We're trying to get ISIS and the other terror- terrorist organizations out of there. So you're yeah. not apologizing to Iran. You're apologizing to the terrorist organization that has Iran in, a, in, a, in the clutch. Yeah. No. Hamas, Hamas is no joke. I mean, they they killed a lot of U.S. soldiers. They've got a lot of U.S. blood on their hands, and like Soleimani was responsible right. for a lot of so, U.S. So deaths. So the so the geopolitics thing is something that. I'm I heavily heavily into. So who killed those U.S. soldiers at the oil field? Where it was Hezbollah? Uh, Soleimani didn't order those those strikes. On, on them, it was has it was it was yeah it was uh, yeah it was Hezbollah. I'm sorry, no. it's okay. It Hezbollah. Uh, Hezbollah, yeah. Hezbollah is still uh, you know still funds Hamas. Uh, Hamas is, is comes from the region of Gaza with the Gaza Strip, which which is by Palestine. They 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 fund all kinds of stuff. There are, there are in all yeah. kinds of countries funding and, different and types I, of like rebel and, activities and, and, and stuff Iran like actually that. Has been fighting Islamic stuff. ISIS in Syria for many many years. So you've had Iran fighting against ISIS along with helping Bashar al-Assad. So they they've been clashing just like they have in the Middle East for thousands of years because all all the caliphate yeah. They, well, hold on. They haven't been helping. They haven't been helping Bashar Assad. Bashar Assad is like little a little bitch to like Iran right, and right. everything. Like they tell him what to do right. and every and whatnot. Like I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, so um, they run that whole that whole territory and everything. And that weapon, that, that nuclear mm-hmm. weapons program that they had that Israel took out, um, you know, a couple of years mm-hmm. back, uh, many years back, um, over there in, in Syria. That okay. was that was so. Iran. That was. Iran's I want to put parallels group. with the United States and what's happening now to what with what went on with Syria because this is a really important thing when when the civil war is beginning in Syria the mainstream media like CNN MSNBC all them were calling all the people the peaceful protesters in Syria that were protesting against Bashar al-Assad they were calling them peaceful protesters then a couple weeks later and this was all happening in 2012 then a couple weeks later those peaceful protesters fired off chemical weapons, and started killing their own people. It's a really good parallel to what's happening right now with BLM and Antifa because the mainstream media is calling these people peaceful protesters, and they're going out destroying businesses, attacking people, killing people, killing cops, doing all these things. So there's a big parallel to what's going on. And No, I I get what you're saying. It's it's an interesting comparison, but I don't see a parallel because – the difference is mm-hmm. these, people, these people who are out here doing this stuff, half of, half of these people that are out there, the anarchist people, they're lawyers. They're people who have gone to like really nice, expensive right. left-wing colleges and shit and have degrees and shit. And they're out there with masks right. on and shit. So, so there, is a, the there is a legal firm that follows shit. every protest. Uh, if you watch the protest, they have green hats on. And there's a legal team that always follows around each protest that happens. 
Um, I wouldn't say they're. I wouldn't say they're all lawyers. Well, frankly, you know they are yeah. though. You you know that they're organized and like that's what I'm interested in is like who's funding all of this? And we've talked about this, Frankie. We have. You know who's mm-hmm. funding all of this stuff? Like I mean, all the transportation, like the 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 you know, supplying everything. You know, like. It's not just this open society foundation. It's also Michael Bloomberg. It's also it's also the Atlantic Council, Henry Kissinger. Absolutely. He, he paid for a bunch of funding down communist here in groups and stuff like that. Let me ask a question real quick. Sure. I don't know exactly how much money was donated yeah, in yeah. George Floyd's name. Mm-hmm. I do know that there was enough for a golden casket and four funerals. Somehow there was not enough to go back to Minneapolis. Do you think it's possible that a good amount of that cash went to Black Lives Matter? Yes. Like, directly to them so that they could um, – You know, either that or the family. What? You, the family just it. Usually the family just ganks it. Like whenever – usually whenever, whenever one of these black guys dies, you know, whatever, with the cops and everything, whenever the GoFundMe – Usually it's the family that takes right. that money. Okay. They just steal or, it. Or they settle a lawsuit like in Louisville, what happened with Breonna Taylor, and the city just pays you out $12 million. I'm still not going to understand this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the only reason why the, why the, there's the whole crap with the, with that second autopsy. Yeah. With well, you know who did that autopsy. That's all about money. That's all that is. Um, Jay, the, you know who did the autopsy? Was the, guy, the same guy who did Epstein's autopsy and JFK's. So the same the guy. Private did, au- the private yeah. autopsy or the public? The private one. I actually don't. Yeah, the, the, it's, this guy is a famous, a famous guy who's who's done the autopsies on John F. Kennedy, former president, and who's done it on Jeffrey Epstein, who did George Jesus, George Floyd's no autopsy. No wonder why there's so much controversy about around those deaths. I'm not sure. I mean, that, the guy who did the autopsy. I mean, he did say he did say it. Um, I don't. I don't know why they're not releasing the information. They should. Maybe they have, and I just haven't really. Uh, and it just won't come to the surface. Surface because the mainstream media constantly wants to just hide everything. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't come out. Jay, Jay talked about this earlier this morning, right? Jay, that they have they haven't released the uh, yeah, and everyone wants to go off the, of that. Um, like we have that information. Autopsy. It, mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean to, I don't mean to. Actually, no, I'm not going to open that one up yet. Um, mm-hmm. if you guys are, if, hold on, I'm going to swap right now, Jay. Why don't we? Why don't okay. we flip over? And get into cuties okay. real quick, since that's like something you guys are really into Me? and whatnot. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and start? Go ahead. Last Jay, night I had started a Netflix yeah. account just so that I could watch the movie and mm-hmm. see what all the fuss is about, because yeah. we got the right that's saying we got first. Everyone was saying that it's a that it's a terrible ex- exploiting movie. Then once it actually came out and the right started to stick to their guns, the left decided to say, um, the left decided to say, no, it's not about that. It's actually a really good movie. Um, yeah. Well, I'm over here like, okay, what the fuck is the fuss about? Mm-hmm. Um, just got done. Like I watched it and tried putting out a review for Facebook 
not even 10 minutes after I got done watching it. But here's my take on it, okay? And um, uh, you, uh, Frankie, you said you watched the movie, right? Yes, I watched it in full, yeah. Okay, so you – Yeah, don't it waste your time. Day. I yeah. never watched it. I'm the only one who um, hasn't seen it. So here's my issue with the movie. As somebody who just wanted to criticize, who just wanted to give my critique to the movie because I enjoy watching movies or mm-hmm. critique, um, there was absolutely nothing. And the disappointing part is, like, you legit have to be a pedophile to enjoy this movie yep. because there's. If we were to take all the parts of the the little girls twerking and stuff. Um, and put it in, and mash it together, it would only fail 10 minutes of two hours. Yep. And what like about – And what about – That 10 minutes is all that anybody is talking about. And if you enjoy the movie, mm-hmm. you probably only enjoy those 10 minutes. Yep. Like like the like the love in your old girl flashing her, flashing her boob. Yeah, that, that was, was fucking – How do we get away with that? That is that's, that's that's child illegal. Porn. Yeah, that's illegal. Even yeah. if even if the actor was eighteen, let's assume. Even if the actor was eighteen, the character being assumed is, is under under the age of eighteen. Yep, it's just insane because that's child porn. Like yeah, and and honestly, that's why they need to be held accountable for this. And this is not a coming of age movie. I mean, the way that they were dancing and twerking, it was it was disgusting. It was disgusting. If you ask. I mean, if you ask certain crowds, it was a coming to Allah movie. Yep. <laughs> it, like, the, the one thing, now the one thing I did like, the one thing I did like was at the end of the movie when, when the performance went and um, the main character legit had the fear of Allah in That I did enjoy because, yeah, like, that is what people are saying is what the movie is all about. Yeah. They took long making this point that there's no point in trying to stick to it. Yeah. It had no context. It had no context. Exactly. Like, I don't know what the fuck happens in France, but America needs nothing. (laughs) I know. France is crazy, man. Uh, They they need to, like... Well, because Europe, the the age of consent is lower in Europe. I mean, it's just insane. And I mean, there's a definitely there's definitely a, a pedo problem in in these elite circles over here. You know, and it's disgusting. It's just, dude, they're trying to normal. They're it trying to normalize this in society, and yeah. and in California, they, they pass a law that that an it older is. guy can have that can legally now have have sex with somebody that's underage. It's it's. Being yes. What is it? Twelve? What is it? Twelve, right? Yeah, twelve, eight what? years old. Twelve. What are you talking eight, about? Uh, it's insane, man. And this is real, yeah, dude. I, I, Gavin, Gavin Newsom. I, I heard about that bullshit. Fuck Gavin Newsom. I'm telling you right now. You know what? Are, he's, I'm I'm telling you, he's the most fake motherfucker out there. People, um, you know, he is. Like, people are really out here trying to be like, oh, it's just it's a, a it's just a sexual orientation. Um, no. Yeah. If I don't, like. Jay, Jay, have you heard about what's going on? Have you seen any of the videos? I try not to pay attention to anything California. Those guys, those guys are politically what Florida man is. 
in general. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> like, we all know about the Florida man memes. You already know, you already know stay the fuck away from California. If you can say what they want about Florida, I, I don't California care. Joke, California is a joke. Is a joke. They need they need to like they need to fix something in society, man. Because because everything that's happening is breaking society, and it's not a good look for the left whatsoever. Yeah, you know this this. I know, and the Young Turks, you know, they're they're far left media. They were sticking up for the movie, saying, "Why are all these QAnon conspiracy theorists making this up?" Right wing conspiracy theory. It's like crazy, man. These people when are you have, drinking the Kool Aid. When you have YouTubers, and I've seen some YouTubers, when you have some YouTubers talking about the movie mm-hmm. and um, sounding very creepy, whenever, like, like Mr. Girl, like, you're talking you're talking like about Mr. Girl. Say they're trying to say without saying that they enjoyed watching the girls twerk. Mm-hmm. Um, this is no longer a conspiracy. Yeah, it's not. But the pedos are coming out. Yeah. Hey, Je- okay. Frankie, check this out. I got I got an article for you guys to listen to. Uh, website. This is from the National Center for Transgender Equality. Understanding non-binary people, how to be respectful and supportive. Non-binary defined. Most people, including most transgender people, are either male or female, but some people don't neatly fit into the categories of man or woman or male or female. For example, some people have a gender that blends elements of being a man or woman or a gender that is different than either male or female. Some people don't identify with any gender. Some people... Uh, gender changes over time. People whose gender is not male or female use many different terms to describe themselves, with non-binary being one of the most common other terms include gender queer, agender, bigender, and more. None of these terms is exactly the same thing, but all speak to an experience of gender that is, that is mm-hmm. not simply male or female. Now, I just want to make sure we're all clear here. Jay, Pretty much. You, Already know, right? Biological non-binary is fake. It's not real. That's right. You called it right there. No, but Frankie, uh, to is, be honest, is, is, adults is, want to wear is binary gender biological. Right Just don't infringe on my rights. We're talking about here. We're talking about yeah, people who are trying to like they, literally they change the science, like scientific. They've been, they've been trying to control here. science for the longest time. They're still trying to do it, especially with the pandemic and everything as well. And they want to they want to talk about they want to talk about this whole biology stuff that you could be whatever gender you want, and it's just not biologically yeah, true. They, There's only an X and Y chromosome. So can I? But they want. Okay, so they when it comes to this whole argument, get into the law when I was in too, when I was in college, I met so much so much more um, trans and non-binary and queer people than I could have ever imagined. Here's here's what I have to say. Here's what I have to say about it. There's no, so when it comes to when it comes to the argument that queer that. Um, that like queer, that gender, gender non-binary, um, anything like that is biological. That's false. Now, if we want to argue that it's psychological, that's a different story. Yep. Because you might 
you might associate yourself with um, feminine stuff. You might not associate with any gender specific stuff. So it's psychological. Mm -hmm. um, with that, Right. So yeah, if you want to identify as transgender because you feel more feminine, because psychologically you are convinced that you are female, then that's fine. If you want to argue that biology, if you want to argue the biology of it, you have to you have to bring some solid ass facts in order to change our mind. And which they don't have any. The issue on what the issue is that it, what it boils down to it is the fact that the majority of the people who like uh you know who who actually are public figures in the LGBT movement and the trans movement they're all SJWs and like they all like they all push this fake science bullshit and you know the problem is is that our kids end up getting getting taught like My lies about biology and science and whatnot is... because of this. And it okay. bothers me. Let I've been hearing about the LGBT pushing for this to be put in schools. Okay, put it in high school. Talk about in high schools where where teens are confused about who they are. Give them some kind of That's right. education to what this actually is. Yes. But don't don't put this in middle school don't put this in yeah, elementary no. schools because i'm going to be completely I'm going to be, hold on frankie would you want your kid would you want your little kid seeing like a like a a, a, a uh oh, a, i don't um, have an issue like with. a drag queen reading like um, like storybooks to like your kid if they're pushing if they're reading a, a if they're reading a book about how to be a drag like six, seven years queen, old i'm gonna say something if it's like some Dr. Seuss type shit and they show up as a and they show up dressed as a woman, I'm not gonna give two shits, you know? That's yeah. just me. Yeah, if they're pushing an agenda, then it's a different story, you know? Yeah. Like I don't like when agendas are pushed. But exactly honestly, we, we live in America, it's a free country. If somebody wants to dress might, like as like, a they are the books they yeah, of course when those things because happen, the books agenda, they read are all like approved by I'd the transgender to, movement. I'd have to be put in that situation. So, yeah. like, maybe my mind will change if I'm put they in are. that situation. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I don't, yeah. Well, that you know, listen, we all, that's no, hey, that's a good point. You know, we all have different opinions and whatnot and everything. That's what makes things interesting. Yeah, and, right. um, you it know, like, be, honestly, it'd be a really boring getting back, world getting back to the, to that, the that shit being put in schools with the elementary and the middle school, like elementary schools, more specific. All right. Um, I'm yeah. going to be very blunt with this. So mm -hmm. don't try to tell kids that because they love their best friend, that they identify as an orientation sexually, because right. 10-year-olds have no idea what the term love means. They say love to mean they love their best friends. Right. So you're you're muddying the waters and you're making them think that there's something that they may not be. That's dangerous to the yep. psyche. That is very dangerous to the psyche. Very, very um, dangerous. If if a child has no idea how their dick or their um or their um crotch works 
outside of using it to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they're just learning how to do that. Yeah. If they have no idea how their how their junk works. Um, then don't teach them, don't teach them what to do with it. Yeah, you're completely right. A hundred percent. That's why, you know, sexuality should not be taught to children. Um, that's way don't too teach it to chil- Don't teach it to children. Teach it to, teach it to teens, teach mm-hmm. it to young adults. Like I'm fine with that because that's when they start to, they've, they've already developed a identity, um, mm-hmm. by this point. They've already developed some identity, who they are as a person. But it's not until 13, 14, 15 that they start to experiment um, in other ways. So yeah. say. Oh, at that point, when they're at that point, when they're fresh, when they're confused, when they want to know what what fit what shoe fits them best, that's when you start to introduce that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I didn't take like I'm telling you, I, I I'm telling you, I had um I had sex ed pushed on me since I was in fourth grade. It was it was very confusing, and I was ten when I was in fourth grade. Whoa. It wasn't it wasn't until I was fourteen in eighth grade that I started to understand what they were actually talking about. Well, they they teach. I guess uh, I mean I shouldn't even be surprised by this because for years they've been teaching it that that young, and they should not be doing that because I didn't learn yeah, about I didn't. I didn't learn about sex education until I was in high school. Yeah, and to that, and for that, like, for trying to teach something like that to young kids, it's a waste of time. Yep. You guys yeah. know about the Dare program? A junior high. Um. Yeah. That's on the same. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Jay, 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 hold on, man. Mm-hmm. I got, I, I got a new topic. Frankie, check this out. All right, so you guys tell me, okay? Um, all right. The, the economy, right. Is like, you know, we're recovering, but like, we're not, we're not, we're not going full bore. You know what I mean? Like we're not all out at this point. And there's a lot of people who believe that, um, it's, it's leftist politicians in certain like states and cities and whatnot who are purposely like not yeah, of course opening that's up happening. their, their economies and whatnot so just to fuck it. Trump no, in the it's, election. It's, it, yeah. Yeah, it's so blatant. I mean, why else would they not be doing this? They had didn't have any ammo this year to go into. They already wasted that went nowhere, and it, it, they had no ammo this year. And Joe Biden, sleepy, yeah, hiding, hiding Biden, um, who, who for years we've been we've been, we've been talking and we've been talking about his corruption and his Hatch Act uh, violations that he made with his son, which is which the evidence is coming out about his son, so. For years, we've known he's corrupt. Yeah. I'll t- Boy, fuck. Yep. He's gonna September get 30. Can't hard. wait. So I'll touch eight. on wait, Joe Biden later. He's going to get fucking jacked. Um, what were we originally talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the blue- economy. The economy. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the, so the, the uh, Democratic, like, people on the I, left, politicians... In certain city, Trump. I've been, I've been keeping up with the um, news on the second on the second stimulus package, more specific, mm-hmm. and it's honestly mocking. It's honestly a mockery how much the Republicans have been willing to ne- to renegotiate their terms and their budget, 
and how little, how much the Dems have just been like, nope, we are sticking to our guns. You give us this money or we're not pushing anything. And then right. they turn around and say that they're for the people. Yeah, right. Um, that's not fair. No. Good point. It's hypocrisy. Yeah. And at this point, they really are using it to say, look, the Republicans are stingy. They don't want to give us what we want. Mm-hmm. So, and and I, I'll talk, I'll talk, uh, I'll talk on, on the base of being in a, in a Democrat-run city and in a Democrat-run state. Um, right. So, the issues, like, York County, York City, um, not like the hugest, not like the biggest thing in the world, not the biggest economy, but I can tell you when we first opened up back in June, there were lines of 50-plus people going to sneaker stores, going to um, barber shops, going mm-hmm. to salons, going to game stores, going to everything that closed abruptly. That kind of stuff does not work. And we see it in, in places like this where it continues to not work, but we keep saying that this is the method. Um, as, as far as... As far as as other Democrat states refusing to open up, um, I think that I think it is partially to to look at to to point the finger at Trump and say, look, he's not handling it properly. Look how well because we care about our people, while at the same time their people are suffering. Um, Well, no, it's obvious. That's that's what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. It's not even a question. That's what's going on. Yeah, the like, other literally. part of it. The other part of it is some kind of like, like they have to be deranged to. They have to be deranged in some way, to some degree, to think that just straight locking down all at once is going to somehow just end this coronavirus. When we, it's talk, not. I watched. I watched Ben Shapiro talk about flattening the curve a few days ago. He made a very great point. When this COVID first started, it was um, it, the the narrative was originally flatten the curve, flatten the curve. We need to flatten the curve. Wear your mask, social distance. That's how we'll flatten the curve. And now, mm-hmm. now we're taking those same precautions, those same um, those same uh, bits of advice, and saying, okay, we're done flattening the curve. Now we need to get rid of the coronavirus using this. Mm-hmm. What happened to flattening the curve? Now that the curve is flattened, you want to still control. You want to still control our well-being, just because. What? Because they just want control, and that's why I got banned off TikTok because of the video I made that I put up on Rizzle, which I hope Rizzle doesn't ban me for. But that's why I got because that's why I got banned off TikTok because yeah. there was a store. It, there was a COVID nineteen essential store that opened up in New Jersey, and I was like, no way that this is going to become a trend and a fashion and they're going to keep on continuing to do this and keep on controlling us and this is what these blue states want to do yeah this just this isn't fair to the people and that's what these politicians don't realize you keep fucking playing with us without real without consulting us on what we we the people say that the problem is not we the media, not we the left controlling the narrative. You look at like you have to look at we the people. Yep, you're 100 percent right. 
And you know, that's why, and and that's why, yeah, now, of course, we're we're because I, I don't know if anybody's heard this, but we're re, we're reopened in Florida. Everything's opened back up. I had a feeling restaurants, bars, everything. Oh, you're and we, yeah, and and we don't even have mask mandates down here either. If we don't want to wear one, we don't even have to wear one anymore. Yeah, I, I and, and, no, and I was going no. past restaurants and bars, and they were packed. And Pennsylvania mask. Pennsylvania still has mask mandates. We actually just increased our 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 capacities from twenty five percent to fifty percent, but mm-hmm. for some reason, Wolf decided it would be a good idea to make last call for bars and restaurants at ten o'clock. Oh, get out of here! Really, ten o'clock? What kind of fun is that? <laughs> from what I from what I've been told from a friend of mine, New York has very New York has much stricter laws when it comes to stuff like that. Like to the point where if you to the point where if like one person in the restaurant or the bar is not wearing their mask, they'll revoke the entire license. Wow. Thank God I don't live in New York anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want to clarify on that? I, I haven't I've ne- I haven't even heard about that. I, well, I'm no. shocked. Well, hold on. Check this out, guys. We're hey, we're at almost fifty minute right here, the fifty minute mark. So I'm gonna like basically Give everybody a chance to like say goodbye to the audience and whatnot because we're about yeah. to like kill this thing and get ready to like take a break and live stream re- yeah. like later on tonight. So, Jay and uh, Frankie, go ahead and like uh, say goodbye Hello, to audience. the audience. I had a great time on this podcast. I actually liked a lot of things that we talked in here tonight about. I, I it was really productive. Um, you even had differences of, of opinions about some things, and honestly, it was really good. And it was really it was a really productive yeah. conversation. And I, and I and I really hope that people do listen to this conversation. Yeah, without oh, a doubt. Um, Go ahead, Jay. First, I want to say, uh, Jeff, Frankie, thanks for having me on. Um, I really do appreciate the time. I always enjoy having um, conversations like this where people can be open-minded despite having very strong and extreme beliefs about certain uh, um, ideals. Um mm-hmm. And the one thing I've been preaching for months is we can't keep staying divided like this just because we disagree. At some point, we have to unite and come to a point where we can agree to disagree. Yep. I, I totally agree with you on that. A hundred percent. I feel the same way. It is. And you know, Jay, we appreciate you, brother. I hope you know I that, really man. Do. We do. You know what, folks? We had a great time tonight in the podcast. I appreciate J Zero. I appreciate Jeff. And uh, yeah, we'll be back on the live stream pretty soon. Oh yeah, see uh, you soon. Okay, uh, this is Jeff, the conservative voice, and um, you know, uh, Frankie, uh, I appreciate you, brother, and uh, mm-hmm. another good episode, man. And um, hey, you know what? We'll all see right. you on the next one. All right. Good night. Good night, guys.